Well, hey, Gundamaniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained show. Today is uh, January 19th, 2023. I'm Adam Blue, and joining me is Steven. Steven, how you doing, man? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, cool. Yeah, no, glad you could be here at this new time. We normally do this stuff later on Thursdays, but uh, I, I feel like this time works a little better for me. Uh, you know, it, it was fun originally doing the podcast, doing it live on Thursday nights. It was really an experiment, and it just it worked out really well. But then the other thing came into play, whereas a lot of times on Thursdays, um, family stuff happens like uh, baseball practice, stuff like that. And so um, I figured, you know what, let's shoot for this different time, shoot, let's see how this works. Um, uh, I mean, it's possible you might be doing some earlier streams too, you were talking about, potentially. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I, I think it's a good lunchtime stream, you know, I might uh, start doing it a little earlier in the morning. I feel like that's that seems to work for a lot of people who are just like settling in at the office and uh, and getting to work, you know, they can tune in for a stream. A lot of people in the evenings, like when you and I normally would do our live streams is like, you know, they're sitting down to dinner, they're yeah. having family time, whatever the case may be. So yeah. um, hopefully by kind of doing a little bit of both, um, we can accommodate more people that way. Yeah, um, it, it just it's like the, what I'm creating here is based off like the things I like. So like when I'm working a lot of times, I'm tuning into whatever is going on. If it's a live stream, I prefer to just tune into that as I'm, you know, it's just the same thing as like morning radio or whatever, listening to the radio, you know, back in the day when that was a thing. Um, yeah, isn't that what YouTube is now? Is just talk radio, but it, yeah, really with it video. Is. But you know, not just YouTube, but also like you, um, there's Odyssey, which is another platform, Rumble, mm -hmm. which I just found out there is a way to sync your YouTube videos to Rumble. So I, That's cool. yeah. So that so if there's other platforms you'd prefer to watch this on, I don't know about live, but the updated version will be on now. I, initially too I'd also have this as a podcast version so that's not going to change this will still be a podcast version uh, but also yesterday and on Wednesdays uh, it might change going forward but for now uh, I'm on Potter or uh, Hatter stream on uh, midnight uh, Hatter um, live yeah. and um, tons of fun uh, because it's it, it dives into more the advanced level I guess of when it comes to like Gundam and Gumpla uh yesterday he was just going over some cool new things that he's been working on uh and celebrating hitting 3,000 subscribers which is awesome we're like Ooh, we're like yeah thank you kicking guys ass, you know taking names and uh well actually no it's it's really uh putting a community together um I know you hate that word but still it's, it's awesome the people that we have involved with us um you know speaking yeah. of Lucas Garrett rogue new type shirt lad Neo X Neo, Web Fox, Goose, Dan Vince. So yeah, um, yeah, and Dan is even saying, yeah, lunchtime is the only time I can realistically listen to a podcast without neglecting uh, commitments like work or family. Yeah, that, and and even with my job, like my job is is can get pretty hectic, but like I've gotten to a point. I've been in my company for a number of years now. I've I've gotten to where like I I can carve out time on my calendar and tell people, please don't schedule. And this is usually my lunchtime anyway, so I figured, hey, I'll just stream. Um, but yeah, yeah, anything else you want to add from your channel? Because that was fun yesterday. Um, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. And again, yeah. you know, seeing a lot of familiar faces from last night. So thank you guys for tuning in for that. Thank you for yeah. coming along for the ride. Thank you for being part of the 3,000 subscribers over here on Gundam Explained. Um, hopefully, yeah, know. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just continue uh, rocking and rolling and having fun talking about big stompies. 
big stompies. Speaking of stompies or even slappies, um, today we'll talk a little bit about um, the Witch for Mercury ending um, and how that kind of ended in general, just in terms of what it was, what was neat to see about it, but also when it comes to Gundam and you know stuff we, we like about Gundam. Also, we're going to talk about GBO2. The not only did the PC beta actually come out and work, and it was pretty cool. Um, but uh, there's a little bit more information about the PC release I can give out, and um, also a new mobile suit got announced um, that's out on the PlayStation version, and it's a mobile suit I had never heard of before, so we're going to dive into that here in a little bit. Um, and then we're going to go over some supporter questions, uh, because, uh, again, to make it clear for those that might not get it, like I will, at the beginning of the month now, I'll, I'll put a post on Patreon or YouTube to ask for questions. Post them all you want throughout the month. By the end of the month, I plan to get to them. Now, in the event that there's a whole lot and I haven't got to them, my plan is by the end of the month, then I will have a separate video where I cover that stuff. Because really, the questions you guys ask are just awesome ideas. Even if they're simple, like, what's your favorite this? There's always a cool discussion out of that. Or sometimes it just has a bigger topic to cover. So I always appreciate those. Um, But I want to talk about something in the Discord. Uh, you know, this was after the Hathaway video and that I made, and it's like I could have added this bit of trivia in, um, but Enthusiast, a member of the Discord, um, was telling me about an artist that worked on, uh, that designed the Penelope and Kasai Gundam back during when the novel came out, which is interpreted pretty faithfully in the anime, but it's from a, yeah, and it's from a, um, the, the original... I anime that this artist worked on, or possibly manga, I don't know the details, was called Zeo Rhymer. I hope I'm saying that right. Zeo Rhymer. I watched it uh, in the past over the past couple of days, just four episode OVA. And while the plot is nonsensical, it is actually a fun wild ride because it has some extreme mobile suit designs that are pretty awesome for like 86. Even though, again, these could have been designed before that because it was like the manga. Um, but the designs, you can tell, it looks like Penelope stuff going on, Kasai Gundam stuff. Um, again, it's big giant robots. Um, this dude, he was like, uh, I guess he was born and raised, raised to be a normal kid, but he was created to specifically pilot this mobile suit or robot. I think they call them robots in this. Um, and, uh, it's just this funny scene at the beginning where he's in this prison and then like these two people walk up to him. Uh, to the jail cell and he's like oh mom dad what are you doing here and then the government like hands his parents money and they're like thanks for raising him and they're like yeah this was just a job kid and then they just walk away <laughs> and he's like crying and I guess they're trying to like break him down so he's a badass pilot it was it was pretty interesting I suggest anyone to check that out again from the discord I learned about um, what was it uh, Gunbuster and yep, then Gunbuster. now this uh, Zeo Rhymer which these are incredible. The this is like exactly the type of stuff I'm looking for. I love that I can find a brand new anime I never heard of. That's just badass designs and animation. Um, so I, it's like yeah. it's like man, do I need another channel called Anime Explained? But no, no, <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, that's. Do you think that like to be a mecha designer in Japan, it's like working on Gundam is like your 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 grail. But, you know, you kind of work your way through these other anime, like, uh, you know, I'll do like a mini robot anime, and then we'll start going to maxi robots, and then finally mobile suits. 
That, that's a good point, because I've realized that, where, like, as newer Gundam shows come out, what Sunrise seems to do is they'll go and grab some artists that have awesome robot designs and allow them to integrate that into a Gundam design. And I think that's actually pretty cool because you're getting these newer interpretations updated with like newer types of styles that are then popular. Um, uh, I, I, I sort of like that, but it keeps in line with what is Gundam, you know? So yeah. I, I really like that idea. Um, you know, it, I always hate to compare it to Star Wars, but I wonder if you get some cool like designers uh, you know, for the Star Wars films, they, they use kind of the same group. It was the same people throughout the original, and then uh, from the prequels to the sequels, it was another same group. Uh, I forget the dude's name that's been leading the latest ones, but having a mix of designers, though, would be yeah. pretty cool. Of, like, prolific designers that are known well, for... Well, I was going to say, there's no replacing Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, yeah, see, that, and so that's pretty cool. And so to have people to come in and... And I guess they've kind of done that with, like, the animation where they take the Ralph McQuarrie style. They mm -hmm. sort of adapt it. Uh-oh. Do that. Ooh, look at that smooth transition there. <laughs> Is it really back? Well... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I saw I saw me... I, I saw myself... Uh, no, I think so, yeah. So, sorry Gloria. about that, guys. You know what? I'm going to blame Wirecast. I set everything up the way they told me to. And then yeah. it really just crashes, and it says there was, like, a fatal exception. Which, <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds, sounds bad. That sounds like a, a bad 90s, like, uh, one of those movies where, um, you know, a wife is trying to kill her husband. Yeah. There was, <laughs> the yeah, there was movies. one like that, yeah. So, what what were we ending with? I was just talking, we were talking about the designs of... The Zeo Rhymer. Yep. Uh, check that out if you guys can because, I mean, it is it is actually awesome. And it's same line with the, the Gunbuster, which I just saw that um, the Gunbuster, I guess, got released as um, a, a new dub that's coming out in April. And you can actually pre-order it on Right Stuff Anime right now. So I would suggest, you know. Anyway, what I wanted to get to next um, had to do with uh, Witch for Mercury. So... I'm assuming you watched it, right? Did you finish watching it? Uh, I did watch the last episode, but I hadn't watched anything since like episode five because <laughs> I kind of figured it out. Um, which, which you know, I, hey, like I like I told everybody over on Twitter and all that stuff. I'm like, look, if it's not for you, it's not for you. You don't have to, you know, dog people who are watching it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting because I feel like it, like I was enjoying myself watching the show, but this last episode really did then end up being something completely like I was not expecting what it did at the end there with all the the gore really like I was not <laughs> expecting a rug that. Pull. I, so like some of the blood you know of people getting shot or whatever I, I was like yeah that that that's cool that's Gundam stuff but I yeah. think what was interesting and I almost think it's a tease how they did the thing with the uh, with Saletta and then Mjorne making her like look at her shocked and like, oh my god, like as if now they're going to be like torn apart because of this. Um, right. But uh, I'm I I feel like then with this next season, which I think is going to be uh, in April, that they're probably going to go in like a different direction in terms of like what the plot is going to be. 
Like, I feel like after that, it's going to be all out. There's not going to be the school stuff. It's going to be where then there's going to be these constant, like, corporate battles, which... I mean, I hope so. That's kind of what they teased in the prologue. But, yeah. The, the, but then they point. kind of shifted to this, like, dual school thing, which, you know, is cool in its own right. Just wasn't something that appealed to me. But um, And, you know, that's interesting because when I watched Gunbuster, like, the main Gunbuster mech doesn't even show up until the end. The first few episodes is really just at the school or setting up the characters. So... Yeah. It's interesting how much time they take on that because generally I complain when things are like that. Um, Same, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping... Actually, I'm curious what people in the chat thought now that we're back. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, everything are back, blah, blah, blah. Yes, designs. Okay, nothing yet. Guys, let me know what you think about... Um, Oh, hey, Brian Zan Zanicelli, uh, happy birthday. But no, yeah, let me know what birthday, you guys bud. think about that, yeah, that ending for that first season of Witch for Mercury. Because I even did a poll on Twitter, and I'm not going to share it because pretty much I, I was like, I forget what I asked. Like, were you surprised uh, by it? But not in a negative way, just like, hey, wasn't that surprising? Everyone was like, yeah, that, I mean... Yeah. Well, and I, I would argue that that made it more impactful, right? Is like, you, you yep. know, this total tonal shift, um, which I think is is a smart move. It, yeah, I think so. And what's what's neat, though, is so between now and the the next season, if that's what they're calling that, it's in April, they're showing like Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway as a, a show for you right. know, four or five mm -hmm. episodes and Thunderbolt and narrative. And those are darker Gundam. And then True. it's going to go back into Witch for Mercury. So it's like, I feel like when they said that they were trying to attract new fans, they're almost like, we'll set it up, you know, yeah. for new fans, but then we're going to really show what really Gundam is to then. And I think that's a kind of a good way to go about it. I've never really thought yeah. about that because when I think about when that happens, with Western films and movies, they completely changed the tone. Like the sequels were more of that goofy Marvel stuff where all the tension is undercut by uh, goofiness, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to be intimidated by your, you know, your evil uh, superior officer Hux when he's, you know, getting thrown around. And yeah. And then the, your mama jokes like, the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah so like it, I feel like there's an audience for that type of stuff. But, like, when you take an, an original IP, and that's the thing. That's what's interesting about Gundam spe specifically. Like, this is an alternate timeline, an alternate universe, so it's not like they necessarily need to match the tone, but they're willing no, to do it. Um, and, you know, I, I think that you have well, – we're almost reliving – uh, the double Zeta era because, you know, you have this massive tonal shift between Zeta Gundam and the first half of double Zeta Gundam. It's oh, yeah. almost like this, you know, you get whiplash watching the two back to back. So, you know, after watching Hathaway, after watching uh, Kukuru's Doan's Island, you go into Witch from Mercury and, you know, again, you get this tonal whiplash, but maybe... Maybe we're in in for like you know the second half of Double Zeta was fantastic. Oh yeah, second half so, of which for Mercury might be, you know. I mean, if that last episode and it didn't have to be the gore, that's the thing. It didn't have to be that slap, 
which Rogue was no. asking how gory was it. And there was a scene where Ariel s- smashed a dude that was holding a gun to Mjorne, and there was more blood than really, I think, would have been there. And, yeah. And it was like floating. Like, they were purposely exaggerating it for, like you said, the shock. Right. It. And it's not berserk bad. But, you know, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. because when you go back and look at uh, Kukuru's Doan's Island, they don't show Amaro step on that Xeon yeah. pilot. That's right. They imply it. And, you know, you hear the little yelp. But um, and that's but you don't get that juicy bit. <laughs> and that's shocking enough, though. Like. And it's like there was a good balance in Kukuru's Doan's Island yeah. of showing of a death occurring, but it's not too graphic, but you still it's it's unsettling, you know, uh, smashing someone. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Zanichelli saying she actually called uh, Saleta a murderer. Yeah, and that's true. That was it's almost yeah. like kind of bringing home that fact that this could change their dynamic. Yeah. Word choice is important. And yeah, um, yeah you don't. uh when when you define a a death as a murder versus you know, like thanks for saving me or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And and I think it's and it's too how Saleta acted when she got out of the mobile suit. She was like, "Oh, I'm such a klutz," and then had the blood all over her hand when she was. And it, you know, some people have speculated that it was almost like um, uh, Prospera, or you know, her mom was like triggering something in her to get into this next zone of. Yeah, if, I mean, we still don't even know everything about Saleta. She could literally be, you know, a daughter born from her mom, or she could be something that was engineered, uh, since they talk about that stuff a lot. And it's not necessarily that that it's like, yeah, the prologue spoke on it a whole lot, but you never really see that cybernetic stuff brought True. up often, except for uh, Saleta's mom showing her arm and all that. Um, so. Well, I mean, didn't they make it uh, illegal to make all of that cybernetic stuff, which seems silly to me. It's like, (laughs) yeah, you know, I can understand making Gundam's Gundam manufacturing illegal, but like telling people they can't make prosthetic arms is seems kind of. Yeah, unless unless they explain it more and the way it went about it was like some yeah advantage when using a mobile suit or some weaponry or something. So, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes um when it comes to the mobile suit battles because i thought that's what it did great in that last episode that was what i like you know th- to me oh, yeah. the the gore was crazy but i loved you know at the end the gore but i loved not only the mobile suit battles but when they had a mobile suit that landed in the base and had that like pod that dropped that had t- infantry that then came out like that is that, to me that's awesome like yeah that was pretty sweet it reminds I, me a lot of those uh those manhunter jagans from hathaway oh, where yeah. you've got like the there's there's like the, the gunner seat guys in yeah it's so cool uh, yeah i know so i like stuff like that is really cool so yeah the gore was surprising but i think just the mobile suit battles and the way that played out was was badass yeah. um okay so let me change scenes real quick um um, all right, so in, um, I know I bring up my browser here. So a couple things, like GBO2 um, had the steam test on Monday. Yeah, it was like yeah. Monday through Wednesday or whatever. And um, it, it was a little slow at first. Yeah, like it's yeah, they funny. Had, they had a couple of issues to start out, but. Yeah, because it was like 11 p.m. my time, and I remember, you know, telling my wife, like, hey, I'm going to go downstairs to try to play this game. 
And then she's like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, I went to go, and it wasn't working. And so I'm just sitting there waiting. And then and then people on Twitter are, like, calling the devs lazy and all this stuff. <laughs> and, like, and then I'm like, Adam Sessler was right now. But I, <laughs> I was, I then started getting that itch where I was like, guys, come on. It's not the developers. What are you talking? And uh, I was like, okay, I got to get off Twitter. But, yeah, sure yeah. enough, I was asleep by the time it actually started working. And so... Yeah, I, I have a lot of video content I'll upload later, but the main thing I noticed is, and again, this is a beta, so things are going to change, but it loaded, it, when I would load into a match, it was quicker. Like, just getting a match done was quicker. That was the one thing about PlayStation is where sometimes I felt like I was waiting forever to get a game to start, and like within an hour, maybe I played three games. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing is, I, I look the PS5 version looks great because it is uh, up updated um, on the PS5, but on the PC it seemed like they must have. I wonder if they went back and added high resolution textures because some of except for the ground when you're on foot, the the draw distance is amazing and the textures even look good from far away. So uh, that and then because of you can play like in 4K or or high resolution in general. They made an option with the UI. So the UI looks way smaller than what you'd be used right. to on PlayStation. But then it gives you the option to make the UI look like it did on PlayStation. Um, yeah, upscale so, it. Yeah, so, so I'm glad that they have those options there. So so the test, the beta, the beta test is over. Um, the From what I understand, the idea is sometime in February, between the beginning of February and end of March for the game to actually be released... It's and I think it's going to be about eight weeks behind in terms of like the the banner or like the mobile suit of that week, which is not bad. So that yeah, there's not going to be any cross save or cross play. Yeah, that would at, that would have been really difficult to implement. Yeah, you're right. And because at first I was pretty disappointed. Like at one point I was like, then I'm probably not going to play it. But then I realized a lot of things by keeping the you know the quick match just focused on PC. You're going to have less network issues with the right with playstation people i would have loved to carry over the suits but then the other thing is with pc you're getting this whole new audience and and some suits are it, it, it it's weird because when the game first came out there was only like 200 300 costumes or whatever and now yep. it goes up to 700 and that was an option in the beta i'm curious what in, in what what was interesting in the beta too is they gave you a lot more tokens so i wonder if when you first play the game, or when the game is first released on PC, they might give you a bunch of tokens to kind of help people get a bunch more suits to fill out the cost levels. Um, yeah. Just to, yeah. So, and that's the thing. When I'm playing it, it, it's like I'm doing my dailies on PlayStation. And I wonder if there'll be a point where I will just not play on PlayStation, just on PC. I'm not usually the type to play the same game on multiple platforms but i don't know many people that are but <laughs> yeah I, I no i'm surprised there are people that even have multiple gbo2 accounts on playstation so they can like sign into the other one to roll and um the actually one game i did That's that wild for was that zombie army 4 whatever it was called um i just like that game so much it, when it would be free on another platform i would just get it and play it so um okay so with the gbo2 uh, you know, for PlayStation, they announced the new suit, the Silver Haze Kai. 
And yeah, I, I heard you like beam sabers, so I put two more beam sabers <laughs> on your beam saber. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. And so I'd never heard of this. So I looked it up. So it's a GM custom that's been further customed. Um, <laughs> and it comes from a silver haze. So it's a GM custom that's been custom. And then that has its own custom. The original. Sil- yeah, exactly. <laughs> custom, uh, custom Verkai. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, yes, yeah, silver haze. So it's a GM custom silver haze from mobile suit Gundam, the blazing shadow, which is a manga. So, mm-hmm. Again, it's cool how GBO2 is incorporating UC suits from any thing because a lot of times they say how the anime is a separate canon from the mangas, but it's cool that they're incorporating those. Uh, just the GM custom has more of, yeah, that I guess a gray or silver look instead of like that green, but it's cool that the mm-hmm. shield is pretty interesting and it looks like it could be used as a melee. Uh, weapon more than the other uh, dare I say it almost has like a Xeon looking shield like that almost looks like a mini Zazavi shield yeah that's right it it literally looks like that yeah that so and I think because it's from a manga there's really not too much information about it you know Um, usually it looks like stuff from video games or anime gets like filled out a whole lot so that's just the the silver haze so then there's the Silver Haze Kai. So this is what's in GBO2. Um, and I guess the difference with this, and I, there's not a picture of it here, but it's what we saw with that. I guess it's like a pole arm, but like a triple, um, uh, yeah, beam pole arm beam thing. Javelin type. Yeah. Javelin. There you go. Now, uh, um, is Blazing Shadow up on Xeonic Scanlations? Have you uh, checked it out to see if? I have not. I'll have to check that one though. Um, yeah, Cause, yeah, because that might be worth a read. Yeah, you know what? Especially as these suits are coming out, like I feel like I got into Gundam, and then right when I got into Gundam, GBO two came out in Asia. Yeah, what's and so I've learned. I think I learned more about the mobile suits through the video game, and I think that's kind of true. Would you say you learned more about mobile suits when the old PlayStation games? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that. Uh, I almost experienced most of the Gundam stories from playing Gundam versus Zeta Gundam than than actually you know, watching, watching the show. That's cool. <laughs> That's why I think the video game part is important. And yeah, GBO2 is like that for me. I, I would see these suits. I'm like, what is this suit? And in GBO2, you can even go to explanation on each suit, and it has like the logo of what it's from. So it's like MSV. Yeah. It'll even say Shars Counterattack MSV. Um, but also, yeah, show the suit a little paragraph. Um, and I think that's kind of a good way that I will probably use to go through and figure out, okay, what manga do I want to read next? Um, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm going through Advance of Zeta right now because they keep throwing those suits into, G- suits into GBO2. But with stuff like this, Blazing Shadow, I'd love to go back and check that out um especially seeing the gm customs a pretty cool suit anyway but to see that it yeah is featured more in the manga i was never crazy about the mint color scheme so like it's nice to see it in a nice silver something something cooler no i agree about that color scheme i think it's it's not my favorite color but i i'd say it looks good against the um uh the gpo series because it's like the idea was it like backs up those GPO units. Right. Um, but again, yeah, sometimes those, those color schemes are crazy. And 
And speaking of that, in GBO2, it's crazy when I'll see someone like with the Fenix and they do a unique color scheme on it. And it's like, wow, that's actually pretty cool, even though the gold is cool. Like, right. Yeah, having that uh, other color scheme is actually pretty cool, too. I agree. Uh, uh, going into chat, um, oh, Shirt Lad is saying that the shield remind him of Sima's Gelgoog shield. And I don't, that's, yeah, yeah. those are more of the, the curved oval. Yeah. I see it for sure. Uh, let's see. Um, sure, as I was saying, I, I legitimately beat the Go Five with nothing but a tank and a bazooka. Now, what was that in? Was that uh, GBO Two or another game? Because I know you play a lot of those games. Yeah. Oh, Zionic Shadow saying he learned from <clears throat> GBO Two. Also, that's cool. Because yeah, that's. Um, oh, Rogue New Type is saying this one and the High Boost GM are from the same manga. So the High Boost, I think, is the one that has like the purple or pink visor and it has the dual Mac 10s or whatever. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, that is cool. I got to say, that's what's cool about GBO2 is learning about those uh, those suits. Um, yeah, best roster of any Gundam video game by far. Um, well, yeah, that's a good question. Would you say there's anything missing that because now it's like they're they're grabbing from like anything possible yeah i don't know if there's anything like obvious missing i'm wondering if like for instance uh i'm sure that there's a lot of like the gearn's greed mobile suits that are missing from gbo2 but simply by by the nature of gbo2 being released so much later than gearn's greed Garen's Greed is obviously missing a lot of late UC stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, I, I'd say that it's probably six in one hand, half a dozen in the other when it comes to which one has more mobile suits or which one has more obscure mobile suits. So, Yeah, and I haven't played Garen's Greed, but that has a lot of mobile suits. A lot of Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you have the, the Dozel Gundam. Like... <laughs> oh, that's right. That's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. So, And that's definitely not in GBO2, but it should be. Oh yeah, good point. Actually, <laughs> and and isn't it where Garen's Greed is that kind of grand strategy game? Yeah, yeah, that's a grand strategy. That um, I mean, it's a lot of fun if you can find the uh, you know the English translated patch oh. to to play it. But otherwise, I'm sure there's a lot of text. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a pretty text heavy game. It's not one of those ones that lends itself well. Like I mean, Double O Eighty One and uh, and side stories, you can kind of get away with not having um without without being able to read japanese but like yeah. a, a grand strategy or any kind of tactics game would be an absolute nightmare to try and play you know just with your phone up the whole time like all right that's yeah <laughs> oh yeah I, I mean it's hard enough i was playing um i'm trying to finish the that missing link side stories on the the ps3 that's like all, the remake of all the games and, like, I hadn't played it in a month. And so when I get back to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, what's everything again? And then it was, yeah, bust out my phone, translate. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, Zionic Shadow, uh, did you get the invite for the SIG New York Discord? I did. I just haven't joined yet, but I'm going to do that today for sure. Sweet. Um, Give me the shirt lad is saying there's also... Out here. Oh, okay. There's also the known pipeline of G-Generation to Gundam Cat uh, Katana to GBO2 pipeline. Stoked to see the GM juggler. Okay, so oh, so you're saying you've noticed kind of a uh, something that's released in G Generation 
to Gundam Katana is kind of the same. And so a GM juggler, I've never even heard of the GM juggler. Oh yeah, the uh, the original new type weapon for the Federation. <laughs> really? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. they uh, yeah, trying to figure out how they were going to uh, beat something like the Elmeth. And so they were like, well, we're going to make our own. They, they, did, they didn't know how, oh. how new type weapons worked. So they decided to put two balls on the That's backpack. Right. Of a... <laughs> I remember you guys talking about this. That Yeah, that is pretty neat then. So I would then think that that might be something that they would put in. Um... Well, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think GBO2 has any suits that were exclusive to an SD Gundam game. They have them from the mainline games. Um, yeah. Uh, but, like, but, they don't have the Phoenix Gundam and that kind of silly stuff. Right. Yeah. That, that that was, like, technically not really UC, even though it's in the game. Okay, mm -hmm. that's neat. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that or maybe even do a little more research on this. Um, that head is, like, <laughs> it's, like, tiny. Uh, it's okay. a, little, a little pinheaded. <laughs> huh. Okay, well... Anyway, yeah, just talking about the GM Custom uh, Silver Haze Kai. That's pretty neat. I uh, haven't tried get rolling for it. I I probably won't. I, I'll wait for the Hazel yeah. suits. Hoard your coins. and Yeah. Um, okay, I want to go uh, through some podcast questions from Goose. All right, guys, it's a new year, so let's get to the not-so-hard-to-answer questions with the pre-order of the PB&I Rose Gundam. What other random suits that have or may not have had a release, would you like to see come out this year in a new kit? Personally, I would love to see an OZ07AMS Ares kit finally be made. And by the way, guys, no restrictions today. So go ahead, Steven, and say a Zeta a real grade that doesn't suck. Keep up all the hard work. Like always, stay goosey. Huh. Well, so before, before we answer that, I have to remind everyone that uh, special thanks to Goose for oh. sending this to me. The... The Academy line, Isaac from Double Zeta. Um, we're we're planning out a good time to do a stream build along. Um, so so you'll be able to you'll you'll be able to watch Goose uh, give me a hard time as I struggle <laughs> to build this old kit. <laughs> now that would be cool. I can't wait to actually see that because that was the first I've really heard of uh, non Bandai kits, like third party yeah. kits. That I cannot wait to see that. What did you figure out? Like when you think within the next week, or what do you think? Uh, not yet. Uh, I'll I'll keep everybody um, abreast of that information cool. on Discord and all that good stuff. So we'll, we'll give you plenty of advance notice. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I mean, the Isaac's pretty neat. That's another one that's actually in uh, GBO two. So yeah, pretty interesting. yeah. I mean, those uh those like EWAC mobile suits, the ones that all kind of have like weird heads and you know. Yeah. They're all they're all interesting, but sorry, I digress. No, um, what no, that's... what model kit would you like to see this year? Yeah, you know what? That's that's a good question uh, because I feel like I've been able to get you know I there's not really any crazy obscure suits. I guess it would be from recently that that Gustav Carl from um, Hathaway that has like that light blue to it, that baby blue. I mean, there is yeah. a, a Gustav Carl from Narrative that's gray, and maybe that can easily be custom for that. But I would like a, a release of that, just that a blue. designated, yeah, Hathaway yeah. one. Yeah, no, that, that one looks pretty good. Cool. Yeah, um, I bet I have a better answer. I just 
for now. And then for you, though, I was thinking, because I even looked it up. You said the one that was missing that you wanted, uh, I was just looking it up, and they made one in, like, 87, The one of the weird-named ones, Z-O-W-M-N. Oh, yeah, the Gazalm. Gazalm. There you go. Yeah, that from Double Zeta. Yeah, I mean, because I, I would have said the Ares as well. Um, you know, the Ares from Wing is, is one of my favorite. It's definitely my favorite grunt suit from, from Wing. Yeah, I um, agree with that. Gazalm is another sweet one from... Uh, from double zeta and the the old like 80s kit is just terrible <laughs> oh yeah Apparently. i you know i was looking at it and it, you could tell it's just kind of aged yeah um but you know what also what's good about this question is like some things that should get a real grade that don't have a real grade like i would love just a standard real grade gm I mean, yeah. I mean, just, even just an HGGM, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like an older one that's out, right? That's the main one that's yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like a running joke on my Discord server about how like there's 10 million Zaku variants, and we haven't had a GM in <laughs> in like over a decade. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, the GM would be awesome. I mean, if they even did like an entry grade version where it's cheap and then you can buy in bulk. I mean, cause that would be my plan. Now that's is, a good idea is to buy if like to have a bunch of GMs. I would just love to do that because I do have a bunch of Zaku's and I have a couple different, you know, one forty fourth scale versions. I have a bunch of robot spirits versions, but GMs, uh, not yeah. the standard GM, not yeah, RGM 79. Um, yeah, I'd like to see one that's modeled after like some of the cooler designed GMs because the, the high grade GM out now is based on the old 1979 animation yeah. version, which is kind of goofy looking. But like if you were to take the GM from GBO2 or the one from Side Stories, yeah, the video games, a little bit, yeah, the video, man, they're the video like, games have the best suits. Yeah, they're updated just enough where it doesn't detract from the original design but really makes it look modern. Yeah, um, I love that. But, you know, that that even makes me think, like, I feel like the double Zeta suits, like, as real grades, would be, like, incredible. There's so many suits from double Zeta that oh, yeah. are just goofy and crazy, but they're not goofy and crazy. It's just because they're being animated and drawn. But if you ever look at the technical details or drawings of them, they look, they have logic, functional logic to them. Oh, yeah. And as a lot of times I've learned when you're building a, a mobile suit, you kind of get a better understanding of it. And I think real grade of those crazy uh, um, double Zeta suits, yeah, would be great. Yeah, um, be a lot. And then Brandon Keith has a big one, although I think I'm going to make this a separate video because it's a lot of good information. Um, and then I'll go to Ian, our mod Ian. Um, uh, of Nonstop Collectors, uh, link in the description. So I was chatting with our very own Midnight Hatter. Hmm, who's that? So shout out to uh -huh. him. I was wondering which Gundam Series AU would be the safest to stay alive in. Exclude the build series. I don't think I would want to wind up as tomato paste or have a colony dropped on me. <laughs> Keep on gun dabbing. Um, so, uh, Interesting. You know, my first thought... And I could be wrong, but just thinking back, like, in Double O, there didn't really seem to be much excess, like, collateral damage and casualties. There was yeah. when those Gundams came in, those other celestial being Gundams, you know, but they're, you know what I mean? It didn't seem like, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? 
No, I agree with that. I, you know, it's like I definitely wouldn't wouldn't want to uh, be walking my dog in Gundam Wing. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> uh yeah i feel like there's a lot of series that you do see a lot like that collateral damage double o seems relatively safe um you know although i think it changed though once you got to the movie and like the the nano aliens they started like starting cars and then just driving around <laughs> yeah uh, that would probably be a, a little unsettling yeah but yeah at least and then i wonder he, my thought, and unless it's going to change soon, but like, which for Mercury? Uh, because so far, it just seems to be like more like uh, corporate infighting that's going yeah. on, well, amongst elites, whereas the people are left like on Earth cultivating their own farm. Yeah, uh, they're pretty much left alone. You don't have to worry about like, uh, you know, it's not like Hathaway's Flash where a white hot um, spent machine gun shell is going to crush you. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, F91 also, um, that whole scene. Yeah, if you look at it, where what series have have those, like, um, destruction scenes? Like, right. that's how you can kind of get an idea, because, like, the original Gundam had that, Zeta had that. Double now, Neo is saying G Gundam, which I would agree with, until, of course, you know, the Dark Gundam, oh, or yeah. Devil Gundam starts, you know kind of infesting everything like I, I don't know that i would want to be around for the dark army <laughs> yeah that was pretty badass stuff even though g gundam i'm just eh, on that that was some badass stuff yeah um and then no i was thinking in in double zeta there's even like isn't that school that uh there's like right outside the trash area and then there's that school i think that either gets crushed yeah. or something i i don't know if i remember that correctly because I mean, you could be living on moon moon uh, away from all of the violence of the entire one-year war you know you're just worshiping old multiple suits and then all of a sudden you know axis zeon shows up and <laughs> yeah yeah that, there's that because there's all those different factions and then even like i was i've been watching turn a because i'm trying to get through that as well and they're beginning in the first few episodes. There's like this attack where these laser beams are just like decimating uh, the city. So, I, I mean, I, I almost feel like it's just hard to escape. It makes you wonder, like, honestly, uh, in the second episode of Transformers, the G1 Transformers, one of the first things that human beings do against the Autobots is they start doing like a... Uh, like a propaganda smear campaign about like, well, we didn't have buildings being blown up and stuff before these dumb transformers showed up. It makes you wonder like, why is there not some kind of media outrage regarding like the Gundams when they show up on the scene? Like mm. the, the Earth Sphere Alliance and Gundam Wing couldn't have been that bad to where, you know, all of a sudden buildings are blowing up and you're you know, some of them aren't even military targets. Like, some of these are civilian targets that, that Hero and Duo are destroying. It's like, man, I really wish I could just go back to going to work and <laughs> putting in yeah. my 9-to-5 without a Gundam blowing up my house. Yeah, that is a good point, because then before that, like, in UC, it would have been core fighters and DOPs or whatever that are, like, going to battle. Yeah. They would be in the airspace they need to be. Um, and... Yeah, I guess because with the Gundam, you're automatically something that would be on land walking around. So it's almost like, and they even 
yeah, you're right. I kind of like what you're getting at there because they never really protest the use of mobile suits in UC. They just no. protest the factions. Unless right. the the government, Earth Federation, is doing a good job of suppressing anyone that wants to talk <laughs> back against mobile suit. Although they right. can always say, hey, this the mobile suit technology was brought about by the Principality of Xeon. Yep. That's why we got to wipe them out. I guess there's some interesting storytelling that hasn't happened yet that could. I could just imagine like mobile suits outside thumping around and it's like feels like an earthquake. I've got to be like, yeah, it's like, oh, here they come again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Shirt Lad is saying G Reco is probably the safest because nothing happens on a global scale. And that's that's another one I need to watch. I haven't watched that. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that, that's cool. that'll be a good one, I think, for uh. I call it a pa palate cleanser. Oh, <laughs> a gun okay. palate cleanser. Yeah, because I again, I've been watching Seed. I've, I've actually just That's been. That's about like, all you can say about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say, but hate watching it. But I've been forcing myself to get through it, and yeah, I, it's really, it's really difficult. Um, I, but I heard it gets or the other stuff might be better, so I'm trying to get through it. But also turn A in in everything, there is death and destruction. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'd say double O for me personally. Yeah. Double O yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, well, you know what? That might just about do it for today. Let me actually do something. I've got a few more minutes. Uh, you know, yeah. again, funny about that crash earlier. So for people that are, Normal participants of the live show, there's always technical difficulties. And I think part of that is me trying to do too much at once. And then it's like I'm finally getting it to a point where, like, I've got this software that I can do anything I need to. But it's funny how this is, I think, the second time that during a live stream it's crashed. Luckily, with the way the software works, if you guys can just give me five minutes, think of it as a pee break. I can just load it back up and, and we'll be good to go. Um... And also, I just I feel like I have a little more energy doing it at this time of day too. Um, yeah. So, uh, really, that was a lot of fun. Um, let's My only see. regret is that it's yeah. too early for me to have a glass of whiskey with us. <laughs> ah, that's the thing. Especially when a lot of us are are actually still working. We're just taking a break, and so that would kind of be a little yeah. awkward um, on that. Um, That'll make my afternoon meetings a little bit more um, entertaining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Shirtlet is saying, are there any voice messages for the segment? Pretty sure someone. Oh, really? You know what? I don't have it set up to grab it. I'm going to do that for next time. I'm going to notate that to grab that shirt lad. I apologize. So, yeah, there is a voicemail system in the Discord, and I never talk about it, but it's like pinned, I think, in general, where you can record something that I play on air. And so I'm glad you brought that up, shirt lad, because a lot of what I'll be doing during the, the Gundam Explained show is there might be episodes that I don't cover supporter questions, but my plan is in a, a month, I will cover all of the supporter questions that come in in a month's time. And that would be the same with voicemail. If I don't cover something immediately, I will uh, next time I get to it. And a lot of times I'm just looking at what's interesting Gundam news to talk about, because sometimes it might not be interesting. I don't want to do it where I'm talking about which... Yeah, we're talking about Witch for Mercury all the time. Like I'm I want to try to break it up where when you come to the show, it's Gundam, but 
it's not going to be the same thing all the time. And a lot of that is from feedback from everybody too. Um, and so yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, well, sure. Let us sing. Don't want the entire uh, show to be just you reading questions. Yeah, and it almost turned into that before. And at first, I was like, "Wow, this is great!" But it was like, "No, I want to get to the questions, but I don't want the show to just be that." And so, again, you yeah. guys might see in the future, I might do just videos that are based on the questions being sent to me, um, the supporter questions. So, and speaking of that, if you're interested, there's links of different ways you can support the channel and it's actually the same thing uh with hatters too because it's it's either patreon or it's um youtube memberships or backed by which is another way to do it which uses cryptocurrency and there's this whole way where you can if you're into that <laughs> yeah if you're into that but there's like ways that you can easily get cryptocurrency free just by like using odyssey for instance and then just transfer it yeah. over to your creators um that's always an option and speaking of odyssey again if YouTube is not the place. There's Odyssey, Rumble, um, and then the show will be up as a podcast later. But for supporters, we have our movie nights uh, every month, um, and we have G-Watch, which is an exclusive podcast just for supporters. But if you're a supporter, you have a chance to be on the podcast, too. And usually it's we talk about an anime or a movie or something. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's that stuff, too. And, um, Stephen, you want to shill anything? No, no. I mean, all of that is. It, I'm excited to get to be a part of that stuff. But in case you guys didn't know, like Adam and I support each other's shows, so that's yeah. you know. Uh, and so, whenever I can, I try to tune into the movie nights and stuff. I'm I'm sad that I missed last week because last week was one Robot of my jocks. favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Robot Jocks. Yeah, so, that, um, and that even needs to be a G watch because. To be honest, that that was a lot better than I thought. I felt like that was a a competent film on a cheesy subject. Like yeah, yeah. yeah totally. And I think what uh, not to not to carry us on too long, but I think that what I enjoy about it is that you can tell that the people who made it genuinely liked their material. You know, yeah. And, and there that, that there's something to be said for that. Yeah, no, definitely. And I love movies that are like that, where they take a cheesy premise, but they can play it seriously, and it's enjoyable. Um, I think a lot of anime does that. That's exactly. what I'm enjoying about anime, like that, the Zeo Rhymer um, and all that. But anyway, so yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, despite the weird technical glitch that um, is not my fault, and I'm going to get on Wirecast about it. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, we'll talk later. Have a good rest of the day.